Good morning, and welcome to Walk the Walk. I am in my Bible um, study, and I'm reading from Isaiah, and it's going between 45, Isaiah 48, but the whole premise of this study is about the Israelites being freed from Babylonia. If you don't know your Bible, you might want to get into this and understand it a little better, but it's the Israelites were sent into exile into Babylonia, which um, was a um, horrible time for them. And these people were freed from their exile by an unsuspecting person. And that person was King Cyrus. Now, King Cyrus was not a follower of God. He actually was a pagan king. In other words, he worshipped his own idols and um, was all about himself. But it was prophesied about 150 years before King Cyrus was even born that he would eventually free God's people. And we wonder, like, why would God use a pagan king? Well, that's a great question. And he uses people that we do not suspect that he would choose to show us that he truly is God and he can use anybody or anything that he wants. I kind of have taken that story and paralleled it to us today as Christians. I kind of feel like as Christians, we've been exiled. Uh, being a Christian today is not a, um, in, in the eyes of those who are not Christians, being Christian today is, is um, unfavorable. Um, I don't know. I guess the easiest way to say it is we're just not liked. They hate us more like that. I think the word hate is a better word of choice about how people feel about us. And I don't think it's just people. I think it's Satan, that he is jading the minds of those who do not believe in Jesus Christ. And I think I think he's kind of winning out a little bit, and but I know he does not win in the end. That is a fact. But let's take a look at King Cyrus. King Cyrus was a pagan god, although, you know, a lot of the kings back in that day were pretty vicious and vile. But uh, according to what I've read, um, King Cyrus is that he was a more for human rights, and um, he did what God called him to do because God placed this on his life. I don't mean I don't even know if he had a choice. I think once God puts something in you, that's the way it's going to be. So luckily for the um, Israelites, King Cyrus delivered them out of exile and even allowed them to have their temple in Jerusalem. And that's one of the reasons why he called them out so that they could rebuild a temple in Jerusalem. I think about that for us today as Christians. Who is going to exile or take us out of exile? Now, for some of you, you'll be like, oh, that's just ridiculous. But for me as a Christian, I don't see it being ridiculous at all. I think my rights as a Christian has been taken away. Um, we don't speak out because of the fear, which that's not what God wants. He wants us to stand up for him and stand up for our rights. But it's it's become kind of dangerous. Who is going to rescue us from our exile. And I'm not going to make any predictions. Uh, we have an election coming up here soon. Um, 
but maybe it will be the one that we don't suspect. That God will pick somebody that we least suspect that may be a pagan president who doesn't worship the way that I worship, worship the God that I worship, but a call has been put on his or her life to rescue us out of exile. Now this is what God's will is, but we as Christians need to keep our officials and those who are going to be running in prayer. Ask God to reveal to us who that person is. If every person that calls themselves a Christian voted, we would always have a Christian president. But unfortunately, that's not how it works. People don't vote. People don't exercise their right to vote. People assume other people will vote. What's my vote going to count? You know, so what? So what is your rights as a Christian could eventually be completely taken away. Now, even if they are, even if we continue to have paganism in our administration and they don't want to listen to God or they don't want to, I don't even say they have to, they don't have to worship the God that we worship. I just say respect the God that we worship. And even if they don't respect the God that we worship, this is a no-brainer. We will still win in the end. Oh, it may be a rough ride, because it has been, but we will still win in the end. If you don't understand that, I suggest that you find a Bible-believing church, a Bible-believing pastor, and ask them what I mean by that. We will still win. We may not win the battles, but we're going to win the war. And I thank Jesus for that. I thank Jesus that he died on the cross for me and my family and my family's families. I thank Jesus that he has come back for me, that he died on the cross, and on the third day he resurrected and saved me. Because that cross was meant for me. That cross was meant for me. But he took my place. He takes your place. He has saved me, and he will save you. All you have to do is ask him into your heart, repent from your sins, and change your ways. And follow the ways of Jesus Christ. I will tell you this. If you follow the ways of Jesus Christ, you're going to be alone a lot. Because this world is not following the ways of Jesus. Watch the news as much as I hate to tell you to do that, watch the news. It doesn't look very Christ-like to me. But woe to those. So be strong. Vote. Pray. And know that we as Christians will win. Thank you.